here we go. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe of Fight Podcast. I am your host, Sergio Vicente, and check it out. I know you guys see me moving around doing some different stuff today, man. But um, for those who are actually watching live on IG, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Uh, so you guys actually see me. I'm actually recording live. I got two cameras in front of me right now. Uh, so we're recording live on YouTube, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitch, as well as Instagram now, man. So that's how we're going to go ahead and get it done. I'll be doing this specifically when it's, you know, these solo episodes, you know, a little bit of morning coffee and combat. You know what I'm saying? A little morning coffee and fight news. We're getting it cracking, man. So welcome to the show. I hope you guys are having an amazing day. Let me go ahead and get this little sip on so we get this day started. Ah, all right, all right. I uh, hope you guys are having a good one, man. It's almost Thanksgiving. It's almost Thanksgiving, bro. We out here. And um, and everybody's getting ready. I know it's going to be a little different this year. A lot of us are going to be sitting at home, chilling. Uh, I know, like you said, I know most of you guys know I'm from Chicago and I live in, out here in L.A. now. I was planning to go back home for the holidays, man. I was planning to go and see first time I'm seeing people since, you know, the beginning of COVID and shit, man. But uh, yeah, it didn't work out like that for me, man. So my lady and I decided to stay at the crib. So we're here, we're hanging out. If you guys are actually watching on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and, uh, and and Twitch right now, you guys can actually see. Like I said, behind me, I got the little tree and stuff. We're starting to get a little festive. You know, it's my first uh, my first holiday season uh, not being in the cold of Chicago, and I'm not going to stunt. It, it's one of those things that um, I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not I'm not quite used to it yet. All right, and and I'll say I'm not used to it yet, man, because. Getting up in the morning, it's it's. I mean, it's getting to look a lot like Christmas. You have the music and shit going on, and uh, and then you turn around, and the funny thing, you look outside, you got fucking palm trees. You know, people still wearing shorts. I, I don't even know where my jacket is. I went to the store yesterday uh, with, with some day, my slides on. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's one of those things, man. It's one of those things that a lot of us sit back. Uh, I'm taking it. For, I'm not. It just doesn't feel like the holidays, man. Especially because I'm not going to be with family. But you know, I digress, man. I hope you guys have still being safe. All the protocols and shit we got out here. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, I hope you guys have a really, really happy uh, holiday and Thanksgiving, and really have an opportunity to go ahead and kick it with people, man, uh, that you love and enjoy for the holidays. So everybody who's uh, watching us live right now. On IG, man, appreciate you guys for joining us today on the show on the greatest combat sports and culture on the entire universe. Everyone joining us live right now, also on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube, man, I appreciate you guys. This is your host, Serge Vicente of the greatest combat sports and culture on the entire universe to fight podcast. And this is episode 246, Morning Coffee and Fight News. And on today's menu, like I said, we talked a little bit. Let's go ahead and get into the meat of it. On today's menu, we are going to go ahead and talk about. This weekend, man, it's finally here. I'm not going to stunt. It snuck up on me, man. Uh, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr., the geezer ball, the geezer bowl, whatever you want to call it. It is what it is. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Legends collide. Uh, It's happening this weekend on pay-per-view on uh, Pfizer. I don't know, some ridiculous thing, uh, one of these new apps or whatever. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and talk about that today um, on the show. We're also going to go ahead and give a little bit of a recap, recap of every uh, big fight that's coming up. The Zone has some fight cards. We'll talk about Danny Jacobs and Gabe Rosado. We're going to talk about also the UFC side. We have Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades is going out there against Derek Lewis. 
both of these guys are in title contention. What's actually going to go ahead and happen in that fight? So we'll go ahead and discuss that as well. Um, also on this fight card, we have we have huge, huge, huge fight announcements. Um, the champion at flyweight. What's going on with the champions? Can either champion legitimately be beat? Uh, Tony Ferguson, who he's fighting on his comeback. Aldo's back. Is Khabib Nurmagomedov back? And so much more, man. So, uh, like I said, everybody for joining us. Thank you for joining us on today's show. This is episode 246 of the Fight Podcast, man. And uh, let's go ahead. Yo, I have to stop saying, man. Uh, My lady, uh, the first lady of the Fight Podcast, Tosh, is always telling me after these shows, she's like, Serge, bro, you have to stop saying man so much. It's one of those things, one of my nervous tics, I guess. A lot of people say, you know, um, or whatever. Uh, I definitely say man a whole lot. Why do I do it? I have no idea. Uh, But at least I said out loud for you guys. I'm trying to be conscious of the shit. So it is what it is, man. But look, let's go ahead and jump on into the episode this weekend. And again, everybody who's watching live on IG. So check this out. For those watching on IG, if you guys see me moving around, uh, I'm I'm posting stuff. I'm doing all kind of things going on. So we're working both sides. So bear with me. First time we're doing it uh, this way, but I'm really excited to do it, man. But let's go ahead and talk about, it, man. This weekend we have uh, the the matchup that a lot of us, even though <laughs> even though it's two men in their fifties, we're both really all still looking forward to it, man. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. What are the fight expectations? So. When we look at this fight, there's a whole lot of stipulations. They said this is supposed to be um, an exhibition fight. They said with this exhibition fight, yo, my man, Mystic Black, what it do? Uh, joining the show, man. Um, I have to say is this. When you actually look at what's going to happen, we're thinking about um, this fight. Um, uh, uh, it Expectation-wise, you know what I'm saying? Expectation. Where are, What are our expectations um, for this fight? Looking at it this weekend, you look at the odds, right? Uh, obviously, it's 50 bottle pay-per-view. I don't know who's going to pay $50 to see these two old dudes go at it. But look, man, more power to you. Um, it's literally the, the betting lines have been relatively Mike Tyson is favored minus 300 to minus 350 to Roy Jones being a plus 200 to a plus like 140 or so. So when we're looking at this, man, and again, we're looking at expectations. What do I expect? This is supposed to be an exhibition fight. The, the 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 California State Athletic Commission has said, like, look, Andy Foster and those guys are like, look, man, it, no one's going to get knocked out. This is not one of these things. No one is getting touched in this one. That is what the commission says. The commission said the moment, the moment that this actually happens, anybody gets hurt, they're stopping the fight. Any blood, they said they're stopping the fight. I'm going to be very honest with you guys. Rafael Cordero. From the legendary Shutu Box in Brazil, used to train the savages like Vandalay Silva and Mauricio Shogun Hua when they were in their prime in Pride. He's training Mike Tyson right now. He has recently come out and said, Man, we are we do not spar full on for an exhibition. We don't spar hard to not try to put these dudes down. Roy Jones Jr. said the exact same thing. Look, man, I don't care what Nevada says. They are going to try to knock each other's faces off. You cannot tell me that Mike Tyson is going to sit back if he sees Roy Jones Jr. hurt. You cannot expect for me to believe that he's all of a sudden going to run away. The shit is not going to happen, okay? But this is something that I will say. Um, 
yo, y'all must have forgot. Because if you go out here and you look at all of the pundits, you look at the comments on Twitter and IG and everything. And I've been paying attention. I don't know if you guys have. I've absolutely been paying attention. And y'all must have forgot. I keep seeing all this stuff that, you know, like Roy Jones is some scrubs, that he doesn't have an opportunity. Well, I'm going to tell you guys this. Mike Tyson has not competed in a legitimate matchup in 15 years. Over the last 10 years, remember, Roy Jones Jr.'s last fight was in 2018. So thinking about this, being the, the May that his fight was in 2018, this man has gone 12-1 in his last 13 fights. 12-1 in his last 13 fights, right? He is somebody who is conditioned. And all those fights were at minimum 10 rounds. So he's conditioned to go the distance. So what do I expect out of this matchup? I expect Mike Tyson to come out hard. I expect Mike Tyson to come out early and often. I expect Mike Tyson to slow down after the second round. Um, I, I do not know how Mike Tyson's body is going to acclimate to being hit in a competition of that manner. We do not know how Mike Tyson is going to react to getting hit back by somebody who's actually trying to knock his face off. We don't know. We don't see this. Um, I can easily jump on board and say Mike Tyson is going to whoop his ass. It's not going to be a, a, a question. It's whatever. I, I don't see that happening. Um, I'm, I look at this matchup and I'm telling you now, I, I see Roy Jones Jr. winning this fight. Um, I see Roy Jones Jr. And now, granted, Nevada State Athletic, or should I say California State Athletic Commission, everybody said that this fight, is there is no winner and loser, right? They're not going to name one, whatever. We all know who's going to win. And at the end of the day, I do believe it is going to be Roy Jones Jr. But I will say this, um, we'll have another episode coming up very soon for you guys right here on the Fight Podcast. And it is going to be with a guru, B-Cam, Brandon Camille, man. And what we're going to go ahead and do with that one is that we'll go ahead and get a little bit deep, a little bit more deep dive into that matchup, okay? All right, moving right along. Um, this weekend, we're going to go ahead and stick with this weekend uh, before I do some recaps and some other things for you guys, as well as all the fight news, because I'm not going to lie, man, it's really been a pretty active week. There's a lot of fight announcements. Um, obviously, this fight's coming up, and it's usually historically a week that's not very active, right? Um, Thanksgiving week is one of the weeks that UFC is usually not, you know, competing. There's no usual big fights this weekend um, on, and it's usually just straight fucking football. We don't have that now, man. There's a legitimate you know, legitimate fights, man. There's a lot of fights coming up. 11-11 for you guys watching. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> that's the time we're recording right now here in uh, Los Angeles, California. For those who are watching, man, right here live uh, on the show, man, thank you guys so much for watching to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, the Fight Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Serge Vicente. Remember, listen everywhere podcasting is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, where the fightpodcast.com. Check us out there. Listen, like, subscribe, and share on all platforms on Facebook, on uh, on um, YouTube, on Twitch, and on IG as well. Man, share this on you uh, for you guys. Uh, really appreciate it. Love you guys. Um, all right, moving right along. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about. Also, this weekend, what do we have this weekend, man? Uh, the UFC has, and like I was saying, it is usually historically a quiet week for all combat sports. But man, we have, you know, obviously the UFC fight night, which I'm not going to stunt. The card itself, ah, 
it, it's, it's not the greatest. There's some people that we want to talk about, and I'll break those fights down for you guys right now. Uh, but at the end of the day, when you really sit back and look at it, I mean, those fight cards aren't that great. But I will say this. Um, you have Danny Garcia, not Danny Garcia, I'm sorry, da da Daniel Jacobs, uh, New York's very own, going out there and fighting against Philly's very own Gabriel Rosado. That's going to be an amazing fight um, with a lot of pretty much speculative um, what's going to end up happening in the future with uh, that division. So I can't wait to see what's going to happen with that one at middleweight. Um, but again, Mandy, we have the Tyson fight and we have this UFC card. Uh, so this UFC card, man, we have two heavyweight monsters. Shy Town's very own friend of the show. We got Curtis Blades, man. And he is going out there against Derek the Black Beast Lewis, man. I really like this fight. And I'm going to say this. I like this fight for a couple different reasons. And the reason that I like it is because of this. Two of the best guys, obviously, in the world. You got the number two guy versus the number four guy. Curtis Blades is number two. My man's uh, the Black Beast is number four. Uh, Derek Lewis has shown me a lot of improvements over his last few fights. Um, with his wrestling since his fight with Daniel Cormier you can absolutely tell that he took his wrestling and his conditioning seriously um, he looks in incredible shape his last fight he looked amazing and he's continued picking it up ever since then um, I love this fight man um, Curtis Blades I'll be honest with you he is the best guy in this division and not named Francis Ngannou okay and Steve Miocic he is that is his only kryptonite he has two losses in his career and his only two losses are against Francis Ngannou so it really brings the question this what really happens if we sit back and you know what happens for each guy so let's go ahead and break that down um what happens if Curtis Blades wins this fight um I think he has a great opportunity to and obviously like I said he has pretty much cleaned that division out completely he's if he wins this fight he's beaten Derek Lewis he's beaten Alistair Overeem he's beaten literally every major player in that weight class not named Francis Ngannou so what's going to happen is this Francis Ngannou seems as if he's going to fight for the title next against Stipe Miocic Here's the problem with that, right? And I'll say this. This is the only problem with that. Dude, what's going to happen with John Jones? We don't know. John Jones left his weight class so that he can go ahead and move up. I'm going to be very honest with you guys. Francis Ngannou and Curtis Blades really need to be worried about what happens with John Jones. Because here's the thing. If John Jones moves up, everything that they want is ass. They're going to go ahead and get pushed out of the way. It is what it is, okay? We can't sit back and actually hope for anything else because that's what's legitimately going to go ahead and happen, okay? All right. Um, but Curtis Blades, because the guy who is in front of him is one, he's going to kind of be that guy in purgatory, unfortunately. If he wins this fight, ah, you kind of are who we thought you were. It is That's what they're going to eventually end up saying for him. Dude, it is who it is. You know, you're not somebody who we really care about. It, hey. And let's not forget that the UFC and Dana White isn't very happy with Curtis Blades. One, they don't believe he's that entertaining. Two, they don't like the way that he actually speaks out against the UFC. So the fact that the matter is this, they're not going to give him any favors. They're not. He's not going to get anything he wants out of it. So do I think he's going to get a title shot out of the mid deal? No. Um, now, what happens if Derek Lewis wins? If Derek Lewis wins, I do believe they'll give him a little bit more credence. They're fans of Derek Lewis. They enjoy Derrick Lewis. They like what he brings to the table. They like that he knocks everybody out, um, and they love his personality. He plays ball with the organization. So when we really think about it, Derrick Lewis, honestly, will jump Curtis Blades. He'll end up being the number one guy, and he'll be back in line for a title shot. Now, 
Is that going to happen? I don't know. Is that going to happen? I don't think so. Um, I th- uh, Derek Lewis only has one way to win. He does. He's going to put these paws on you. He's going to put them on you and he's going to put you to sleep. He's extremely athletic and he's huge. Um, he has great takedown defense and he has even better takedown get upness. You know what I'm saying? He, You can't keep that big ass dude down. He's going to end up getting up. So that's one of the beautiful things that he actually has um, in this weight class. Um, so that's one of the things I love. Now, um, even with all that being said, oh, dude, I, I still see Chicago's very own man, Curtis Blades. I see him taking him down, controlling that fight, because not only does he have the, the, the wrestling caliber and, you know, the what he brings to the table in terms of his wrestling dog, he also puts people to sleep. Don't forget what he did to Overeem. Overeem, multiple time world champion in kickboxing. Multiple time, you know, um, MMA world champion in multiple organizations. Actually, every organization except for the UFC. Yo, he knocked him out with these paws. So I think Curtis Blaze just has way more avenues to win. I mean, I really do. I think that's really all it is, man. He has that many avenues to win. And uh, that's why I say Curtis Blaze is going to go ahead and take that fight. Also, really quick on that fight, um, before I break the rest of that fight, everybody watching live right now on Facebook, on uh, YouTube, and on Twitch, as well as Instagram, man, thank you guys so much for joining us and, and supporting the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, the Fight Podcast. This is episode 246. If you're watching live, yo, tell your friends, tell everybody we're breaking all the big fights down. Share this and let everybody know. All right. All right. Getting back into the action. Actually, that is morning coffee and fight news. You know what I'm saying? Let me go ahead and take a little. Ah. Man, I uh I was I was hurt a couple days ago, man. Fucking ran out of coffee. And since you know, COVID and shit's been going on, you know, we my, my lady and I started started ordering groceries. I'm not going to stunt. Yo, that's like the best flex for me. I ain't never ordered groceries. It is the most convenient shit ever. I love it. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going back to a grocery store. Uh, but with all the crazy COVID shit, man, we started ordering groceries and everything. And this is the thing that messed me up, man. You 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 put on the list. You tell them what you want. You're like, yo, you know, I want this. And then I put coffee on. The, oh, you know, I got to have my coffee in the a.m. Put coffee on the list. Man, these, these, these cats, they said they didn't have the brand of coffee that I wanted. And next thing you know, they turn around, they didn't even bring me no fucking coffee. Dog, it's coffee. You know what it is, man. Just put another bag in there, bro. I, it's a dark roast. Put another dark roast in. Let's keep it rocking. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, yo, check it out. Uh, let's go ahead and move right along uh, the rest of this card. Co-main event on this card, uh, we have the return of Anthony Smith. Yo, Anthony Smith, I'm a fan of Anthony Smith. I love Anthony Smith. Um, he is one of those guys that has taken himself from journeyman to a legitimate contender and unfortunately it seems like my man might be going back to journeyman uh he is take he's lost three out of his last four fights he's ranked still ranked number six at 205 he is the favorite minus 140 but it is still very very close it's pretty much a pick em fight uh with devin clark who was a plus 120 on this i'll be honest with you man this is a fight that on paper anthony smith should win but Devin Clark is is gritty as fuck. Devin Clark's one of those guys that has a great chin and um and he has some solid wrestling. I'll be honest with you. This is one of those fights that if you are not paying attention and if he doesn't come on his shit, he's gonna go ahead and take another L. And if he takes another L, I hate to say it, I think my man's is gonna end up getting end up getting a cut from UFC if 
he doesn't end up getting a win on this fight. So that's on this fight card. Also, we also have the, the other one I would really look out for on this one, and I'm a huge fan of is this kid, man, uh, Miguel Baeza. Uh, my, Miguel Baeza is from MMA Masters out there in uh, in South Florida. Dude is an absolute killer at 170. You guys need to check him out. That is definitely a fight that you guys should check out on this fight card this weekend. Also, for all you sleazebags out there, Rachel Osovich is also back on this fight card. Um, so all in all, is the fight card uh, entertaining? It has a couple matchups. I'm not going to say it doesn't have a couple matchups. Uh, but Henry Boy 11, what is going on? Thanks for joining us on the Fight Podcast, man, on IG. I appreciate you, man. Um, and uh, everyone who liked the, the videos on uh, Facebook, thank you so much for liking the videos as well. All right. Um, let's go ahead and jump on into some fight news. Actually, before we get into some upcoming fights and some fight news, yo, can anybody stop? Let's talk about this past weekend. This past weekend, man, we had two flyweight champions go out there and just do absolute work. Two, honestly, it seems like going to be the most dominant champions in the sport. 125 men and women for the UFC. You had um, you had Figueroa against, um, dude, Alex Perez, who was an absolute beast. And obviously, we have Valentina Shevchenko. Yo, my first question I want to start off is this. Can anybody stop Figueredo, man. And I'll be very honest with you, at right now, at this present moment in time, the only person that I really believe is going to be able to stop him is Mighty Mouse Demetrius Johnson. He is the most physical guy that I've ever seen fighting at 125 pounds. Not only is he the most physical guy that I've seen competing at 125, man, he has a, a, incredible accuracy and he is a killer on the ground. He is extremely well-rounded. He is a finisher. He's going out there to finish you, and that is something that we have never truly seen at 125. A flyweight male that's going out there to finish his opponents, dog, you don't see that shit. And this is something that that division has truly needed to get the popularity that it really deserves, man. I'm a huge fan of this kid. He is truly one of my favorites to watch in the sport. I love Joseph Benavidez. Like a lot of people who've been around in the sport and involved in the sport for so long, I am a huge Joseph Benavidez fan. He whooped Joseph Benavidez's ass like he was an absolute scrub. And I could not believe that shit when I saw it. Um, it was an incredible fight, man. And this dude goes out here and destroyed uh, Perez, um, who is, it was a black belt on the ground. The dude is extremely well coached. We talked about it in episode 244 of the greatest combat sports and coach show in the entire universe, the fight podcast. Um, and he goes out there and gets a rear naked choke. Dog, he got a rear naked choke. In a minute and 57 seconds of the very first round, he treated him like he was just a scrub. Again, something that we have to pay attention to, man. This dude is an absolute beast. And something that the UFC did right after that shows how much of a master, uh, a, a beast, he as well as somebody else in that weight class are. Um, let's also talk about Valentina Shevchenko. She is somebody, you guys already know how I feel about Valentina. I think she's in the GOAT discussion for female MMA. She's that good. Go back and watch her second fight against Amanda Nunes and tell me with a straight face that you don't actually believe that she won that fight. Do that. Go back. Tell me you don't believe she won that fight because I'll be honest with you. Anybody who's gone back and watched that fight, damn near guaranteed Valentina won that fight. That is the trilogy that I will hopefully see. But at this present moment in time, there is no woman on earth at 125 pounds that is going to go ahead and beat Valentina Shevchenko. Shit's just not going to happen, all right? All right, um, let's go ahead and move right along. Uh, also on that card, we have Mike Perry, Tim Means. 
Um, Mike Perry looked like shit. He put on a gritty performance, missed weight by almost six pounds. Tim Means goes out there, peppered him up. Great win by him. Where does he go? Nowhere really stays kind of the same journeyman phase. Uh, Mike Perry, uh, one more. I think he's going to be done. I'll just be very honest with you. He seems like he needs some issues. He has some issues um, aside from probably being racist. <laughs> but uh, uh, but um, I mean, he, he seems like he's disturbed. He has a, a, you know, a baby on the way. I wish him and his family the best. I hope he gets the help that he actually deserves. All right. Um, let's go ahead and talk about these upcoming fights because the UFC has just announced some incredible, incredible, incredible fights. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and start off with, dude. Uh, well, actually, let's start off with this one. Uh, Peter Yan, really quick, is out of UFC 256 versus Aljamain Sterling. This one sucked. This one sucked for me. This one really sucked. Um, I really wanted this fight for Aljo. This was supposed to headline the pay-per-view at the end of the year, the December 19th card, or I'm sorry, the December 12th, excuse me, December 12th card. And uh, it's one of those things that when it happened, it, 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 you just feel bad for the man. You know what I'm saying? You just feel bad for him um, in terms of Aljo. I hope whatever happens to Peter, yeah, and I hope he's okay, but I hope he ends up getting his opportunity back. He was recently on, uh, I believe, with Ariel Hawani this week, and he ended up saying how... You know, he feels like Tony Ferguson waiting for his title shot against Khabib. It's one of those things, man. You know, you hope he gets his opportunity um, because, you know, MMA, man, it's one of those sports, all combat sports. Our opportunities aren't that, aren't that our windows are, are, are not very open long. They're not open very long. And we have an opportunity, hopefully, that Aljo early Q1 ends up getting his title shot, man, because I'm telling you right now, 135 pounds is one of the best fucking weight classes in all of combat sports. Yo, go and look at UFC's 135-pound division. From fucking 1 to 10, any of those guys on any given day can win the championship. It is that competitive. It is that good. And I want to see Aljamain Sterling, Long Island's very young, go out there and actually get that title because I think he has all the opportunity to dominate that weight class for a long period of time if Indeed, he actually goes ahead and does that, man. Yo, my brother, Aubrey Murray, man, joining the show. What it do, brother? Thank you for joining the greatest combat sports coach on the entire universe, the Fight Podcast. Also, everybody also watching live right now on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Thank you guys for watching the show, man. Um, always appreciate you guys. Like I said, like, share, tell everybody where we are. We are available everywhere. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, obviously, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, as well as IG, man. So thank you everybody for joining us on today's show. All right. Also, um, I want to talk about UFC 256 for this one also. And the reason I talked about the fight um, getting off of uh, from Aljamain Sterling is because the fight that was replacing it was Figueredo's coming right fucking back. After he went ahead and headlined the pay-per-view this past weekend, he is coming back against Brandon Marino and actually headlining this fight card. It is the first time in the modern era of MMA that a champion, a champion, goes out there and legitimately you know, fights and headlines two back-to-back pay-per-views. He's proving that he's going to be a star. He has star-making potential. He can knock you out with either hand. He can finish you on the ground. And now he is headlining one of the bigger pay-per-views of the year, always the end-of-the-year show. They hype that up. I can't wait for it. But here's the thing. Brandon Marino's a bad motherfucker. He's legitimately one of the best guys in a sport, man. Um, I cannot wait to see this fight. I think it's going to be a highly contested matchup. 
that I still believe, like I just said, figure that I'm still going to go ahead and get that young dub. All right. All right. Also, um, another fight announcement I want to talk about is this. Whew. This was supposed to be, this is one that kind of came out of it. Um, and I am so excited about it. Tony Ferguson, Charles Dubronx Oliveira is the co-main event for that fight card. Bro, I fucking love this fight, okay? And I say this for a couple of different reasons. For a lot of people look at that and say, dog, Charles Oliveira, you talking about the same dude that got knocked out by fucking Cub Swanson way back in the day, back in Chicago, way back, Serge, weren't you over there sitting in the, bleed, the nosebleed seats? Yes, I fucking was. I was there, I was chilling, and he did get his ass whooped by Cub Swanson at 145 pounds, but... That was a long, long, long time ago. And uh, not only was that a long time ago, look, man, he is on a seven-fight win streak in the deepest, hardest division in all of combat sports, the UFC's 155-pound lightweight division. I am telling you right now, this dude, I said it before, this was my hot take a couple weeks ago, and I'm standing on it. Charles Dubronx Oliveira will end up being a champion at the UFC's lightweight division and by the end of 2021, it's my opinion and my opinion alone. I'm going to stand on that one. Just by the end of 2021, let's go ahead and revisit. All right. I'm putting on a Swami hat right now and I'm calling that one right now. So what does that mean? That means to me that the man who is on a seven fight win streak, the man who has the most submissions in UFC history with 13, who is still not even 30 years old yet. In Charles Dubronx Oliveira is going to go ahead and beat the aging superstar in Tony Ferguson. Look, man, Tony Ferguson is coming off of the most devastating loss in his career. This man had a 12-fight winning streak that spanned over seven fucking years. Seven fight, 12-fight winning streak, seven years. Went out there and beat the best of the best, the who's who of MMA. Literally, Rafael Dos Anjos, Anthony Pettis. Come on, man. Kevin Lee. This is just to name a few. Lando Venata. These are some guys just to name a motherfucking few. He went out there against Justin Gaethje and got absolutely dominated. Was it Justin Gaethje? Was it Father Time? Was it a little bit of both? And think about it. He took a massive beating in that fight. That was only about, what, six months ago? I'm telling you, this is going to be an all-action fight. This is going to be a fight that's extremely, 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 extremely entertaining. Uh, and we're doing it uh, really quick. I, um, oh, you are cool. Who are you? Okay, look, I, I, I was about to start talking to somebody who was, uh, who, was, who was on our comments on Facebook Live. And look, the thing, anybody have any questions who is watching live, please feel free in the comments. You, you put the comments down there. I will answer your comments live on screen. Either you guys are watching me on IG or you guys are watching me on Facebook, um, uh, Twitch, or YouTube. Let me know. But man, I'm about to go ahead and answer some questions. I realized it was a bot. Shit. I ain't going for that. <laughs> but if you are not a bot, whoever you are, salute to you, my friend. Uh, but uh, like I said, going back to this man, I say this, man, I, I think this is going to be an incredible fight either way. I cannot wait to watch uh, this fight. I think it's going to be an all-action fight. And I think this is going to be the fight that a lot of people, Charles Oliveira is going to prove um, a lot of us uh, uh, and put a lot of people on notice because it is a crossroads fight. It's going to be one of those things of like this. Are you who we thought you were? Or 
do we look at Tony Ferguson and say, is Tony Ferguson, you know, is he is he done or was that just an aberration, him getting torched by uh, by Justin Gaethje? We'll see a lot on that fight card. All right. Um, moving right along before we get out of here. And this is something that I think a lot of people did not expect. OK, Anderson, the spider Silva, arguably one of the greatest fighters of all time, as we know, he retired a couple weeks ago but he was officially released by the ufc um with a record of 34 and 11 yes he had one more fight on his ufc record or on his ufc contract but he ended up getting released um the ufc look they're like yo you're like 40 fucking five years old uh we're not trying to continue promoting brain damage so we're giving you your walking papers is anderson silva somebody who can still compete probably but at the end of the day, man, he's lost, what, five out of his last six fights. We're looking at one of the greatest guys of all time, you know, going out like that. Yes, he still wants to compete. Can he go to Bellator? We get a couple of those, like, sideshow type of fights, put him in there with, like, some gas station attendant or some shit. Yeah, he, he whooped that dude's ass. You put him in there with an Uber driver, he'll fuck him up. And it'll be a lot of fun to watch. And I think, you know, that's what we should be doing uh, with them. Or if we're not putting him in there with some kind of Uber driver, put his ass in there with some other old ass, you know, uh, some veteran dude. Put him back in there with Chael Sonnen or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Do those type of fights. Bellator will go ahead and do those things. But that that's it, man. I mean, he's 45 years old. Um, I, I know personally, I wouldn't want to see that. Um, but, uh, and last, but uh, certainly not least, I believe, uh, I'll say, um, what else is Khabib back? Khabib went out there, put up a couple of tweets, Dana White, I see you soon. I'll be honest with you, fam. No, I don't see him coming back. I still think he's going to stick with his laurels. He's one of those guys and we have to sit there and I'm, and, and I mean, I'm, I'm taking Khabib at his word, um, more than anything else. I don't believe that he is going to go ahead and do that, man. But, um, yeah, man. Uh, and for the, what was it? We got my brother, Mike. Yeah, my brother. Yeah, Mike and Roy is this weekend. I'm telling you, this is going to be a fight. And I, I talked about it a little earlier in the show. Um, I'll, I'll say what I think really quick about that one. And I'll say it again. Um, I got Roy Jones Jr., man. I really do. Uh, the reason I think Roy Jones is going to do it, we have to remember this. Uh, my, my quick recap of the show for you guys. Uh, I think Roy Jones is going to win because Roy Jones is 12-1 and one out of his last 13 fights spanning the last decade. Remember that. He also was one of those guys that, I mean, his last fight was in 2018. So think about it. From 2008 to 2018, um, from 2008 to 2018, Roy Jones Jr. went 12-1 in that 10-year span. Mike Tyson has not competed in an actual matchup until he hasn't competed in the last in 15 years. So you mean to tell me a guy who's accustomed to going out there and rocking at you know, still fighting. He might not be fighting the most, the best guys in the world, but he's still competing. He competed a year and a half ago. You know what I'm saying? He's somebody who's going to be, you know, he's, 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 he's conditioned. He's used to going 10 rounds. Mike Tyson is not conditioned to be going 10 rounds. Not only is not Mike Tyson not conditioned to going 10 rounds, he doesn't know how his body's going to react actually getting hit in a fight versus somebody who's actually getting hit. This is another thing that I think a lot of people aren't paying attention to. Mike Tyson is lower than he has ever been. Mike Tyson is 215 pounds currently right now. You know who else is walking around 215 pounds? Roy Jones Jr. So he does not have a size advantage that people are, are, are assuming that he does. Roy Jones has a longer reach advantage. Roy Jones has more skills in terms of 
boxing acumen. He's going to stay on the outside. He's going to be able to, you know, manipulate that one. And that's at the end of the day. That's why I think Roy Jones will probably end up winning that fight unless Mike Tyson catches him early with a big shot. But aside from that, that shit ain't going to happen. I honestly see Roy Jones probably cruising with this one. Um, and one thing I didn't talk about earlier in the show that I do want to mention is this. Um, people are asking about what is it going to do in terms of pay-per-view buys? What's it going to be in terms of pay-per-view buys? And I look at this. A lot of people are saying that this shit's going to be like, oh man, is this fight going to be, you know, a, it's going to go over a million buys. It's only 50 bucks, a million buys, whatever. Fam, this is not going to go over a million bucks. It's not. Or I say a million buys. It's not. And the reason it's not going to go over a million buys is because think about this. You have a YouTuber as a co-main event. YouTuber versus Nate Robinson as your co-main event. They're trying to sell that to me. Okay. That's your co-main event. Yes, Badu Jack is on that card, but you have a YouTuber um, in that. I, I say this card is probably going to hit about 500,000, which isn't something that I think is bad. I think, you know, 500,000 is, is respectable. So I think it'll probably end up being somewhere better than we think, but not as good as we hope type of things. You know what I'm saying? I think it's one of those. Right? So I'm not really looking at this fight like it's going to be something that's like, yeah, you know, this, everyone's going to break records and shit. They're 54 and 51. Who's going to sit here and pay to watch two wash niggas go out there and fight, especially when nobody's really promoted? And these mugs are going out here saying that, you know, the, the organizations, everybody who's promoting it is like, Remember, exhibition, they're not trying to knock each other out. It's one of the, like, dog, if you're promoting it like that, you're not, this is this is arguably one of the, Kevin Ioli of you, the Yahoo Sports, one of the best writers in the game, went out there and actually tweeted yesterday, and I had to agree. He was like, out of his, however many years, he said, he started um, uh, covering fights in 1981. He's like, since when I was covering fights in 81, he's like, this is the worst promoted fucking fight that I've ever seen in my life. And it is, man. They really haven't really promoted this shit that much. And at the end of the day, if this isn't something that's warranted. Now, am I going to watch it? Yes. I'm a degenerate, man. I'm definitely going to watch that shit. I fucking love this shit. So I'm definitely going to watch this train wreck of a fight. But at the end of the day, am I going to pay for it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, man. Um, look, I think that's obviously about all the time we have today in uh, morning coffee and fight news. As always, man, thank you guys so much for joining us, man. Remember, listen everywhere podcasting is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Check us out at thefightpodcast.com. Listen, like, subscribe, share. I'm your host, The Underground. Oh, not I'm, you know what? Yo, I'm saying this right now. And I'm going to stop this real quick. I used to call myself The Underground King for a while, right? And I've been saying that for a while. And it was one of those things. I got it from like Eddie Alvarez. And I thought it was like, you know, whatever. It was dope. I'm going to keep it a bean. Bro, I am not no damn underground nothing. We're coming for the spot. So it is what it is. Greatest combat sports and culture in the entire universe. The Fight Podcast this is your boy, Serge Vicente. Check us out everywhere podcasting is available. Check us out on Facebook Live, YouTube. Catch us on Twitch. Also, for the first time, catch us on uh, IG. We're doing our solo episodes on IG as well. We love you guys there. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on today's show. I'm your host, Serge Vicente. Check me out at Serge Vicente. And check us out at thefightpodcast.com. Love you guys. This is Serge Vicente of the Fight Podcast. I'll see you guys next time right here on the Fight Podcast. Deuces. Now, let me try to turn both of these off at the same time. <laughs>